When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reuse hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit in Every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome To another episode of Life as a gringo I am Dramos, of course And today, man We are going to be Continuing our discussion In regards to the four pillars Of conscious living, right? And this is basically my ideology into trying to live a happier and and more fulfilled life, right? And this is all in connection with my my wellness brand, Just Be, which really I, I feel like it's more of a wellness movement. And our Just Be Social Club, which is kind of the it's like the just the community aspect of it, right? And the coaching that happens with myself and, and my partner Brenda and and really just trying to serve our community and 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 push us to to get to the places that we want to want to be right and we're going to be launching uh, a new uh form of the just be social club a more one-on-one practice starting in september and it's all going to be based around these four pillars of conscious living that we've been discussing and uh, as i've been doing all month long i want to just focus one episode at a time on each of the pillars to kind of just give you a better idea of why they're so important and what exactly we're talking about uh, when it comes to them. So just as a reminder, the four pillars of conscious living are awareness, money healing, community, and long-term vision. Now, we've already talked about uh, awareness and money healing. So today, we'll be focusing in on community, which this one is so important. And it's it's actually a word that I chose at the beginning of the year uh, when we launched our first Just Be Social Club, our group, um, the OGs, if you will. Uh, I had everybody pick two words that they wanted to represent their year and the time that we're going to be spending together. And the two words that I selected were presence and community, right? So just kind of showing you where my mind is and how important this particular topic is for me, that it was something I decided to kind of dedicate 
this year of my life to trying to get a hold of to fulfill and and bring to reality right so that's uh what we're talking about today is a community i found a really dope article from happiness.com that talks about the importance of community and seven key benefits of it so we'll start with that in our for the people in the back and of course in our mihente segment i'll just kind of give you a bit more into my own uh, i guess personal story my own personal relationship with the idea of, of community um, and the effect that it's had on my life and also just not having it what what that sort of done to, to me i think growing up and, and to this point so we'll get into all that but let's uh first and foremost let's do this deep dive into the key benefits of community in a segment we call for the people in the back say a lot for the people in the back All right, so I pulled an article from happiness.com and it's entitled uh, The Importance of Community, Seven Benefits, right? And community has has always been something I've personally longed for and we're going to really get into that in the, in the Mijente segment, but I think it, it should be of no surprise. So many of us are searching for this, but it's it's beyond just kind of our own specific makeup, right? You or I, our own life experiences and what we've been missing in our lives. It goes far deeper into the idea of this just sort of being innately human, right? The idea of us connecting with others and spending time with like-minded people or or even just sort of socially being able to speak to them or have an outlet, that's all innately human. It's just ingrained in our DNA as sort of a necessity. And without it, we can't expect to find the happiness and fulfillment that we've all been searching for, right? And I mean, I will just kind of quickly start when you talk about our community, right? Think about, you know, I think for me, one of the inspirations behind the idea of just be and bringing it to our community and also making sure that visually it represents our community, it's the idea that self-care doesn't always have to look like yoga pants and meditation and expensive retreats and all these different things, right? And I'm not knocking any of that. They all have their place. But I also think of self-care as my family getting together and and playing dominoes on on the weekends, you know, and having that social interaction together, us getting together for family parties, spending time outside. I think about New York City and block parties and, and just all of those different experiences where the literal community got together and you knew your neighbors and everybody was friendly and you played with the neighbor's kids and people looked out for each other, right? That right there is is community. And while it may not have solved all of our issues, I think having that provided a a strong center and I think was a, a great part of, of being able to enjoy everyday life. You know, even if our families didn't have um, you know, a lot of money and, and a lot of resources, you know, they, they always had that sort of feeling of being a part of something. And, and specifically, you know, I know for me as a Puerto Rican and family in the Bronx and having this just very, you know, large sort of Spanish demographic and specifically Puerto Rican and Dominican in the Bronx and having that sort of togetherness of, of people speaking the same language and having similar interests and, and living in the same buildings, the same areas, frequenting the same, uh, I can think of my my grandparents who would go to this club, it wasn't really like a club, it was like, you know, like a social club in the literal sense. Uh, and that was their thing every weekend. They would go play dominoes and listen to music and things like that. And 
uh, that like gave them life. You know, they would get dressed up, they would go, they meet their friends, all those kinds of things. You know, it, it adds to your quality of life. And I know in today's day and age, it's it's not like that for a lot of us. You know, I have personally moved into the suburbs and I don't really see people that look like me on a regular basis, you know, where I live or even where the studio is, you know. Um, and I am missing that and I have to go out there and look for it. And that's why things like the Just Be Social Club are so important. Uh, and and I'm, I'm kind of almost getting into the me head this segment. So I'm going to pause there on that idea, but just kind of like bringing to mind, I think the idea of community and wellness and like what I want it to look like when it comes to just be that it's not just the sort of stereotypical hippie type of stuff. It's also like things that we've been doing as a community forever um, in terms of coming together and supporting one another. Right. But anyway, back to this article from happiness.com. They say uh, humans aren't meant to be alone all the time. Connecting as part of a meaningful community is important for our mental well-being. DeMarquez discovers seven ways in which community belonging can benefit you and those around you. Now, in the article, they go on to say humans are social beings and the need to belong is deeply ingrained in our nature. That's why since the beginning of times, humans have been drawn to creating their own communities. Today, important communities continue to be formed around different shared interests of characteristics such as religious or spiritual groups, professional associations, neighborhoods, volunteer groups, or sports clubs. And they want to say, in fact, belonging to a group or community, we can identify what helps us develop a stronger sense of personal and collective identity. It can also give us a boost to our self-esteem and to our willingness to take on the world and make our dreams happen. But the importance of community goes beyond just that, right? So I, I love this so much. I'm going to pause on, on that last kind of part right there. The idea of community helping you sort of find yourself, right? And also giving you a, a boost of self-esteem. You know, I think for me, something that comes to mind that resonates when when hearing this, I think about my time with The Breakfast Club, where I really started to kind of find my voice and find who I was as a human being. And I think it's by no surprise it was because of the people that I was surrounded by, the people that I work with every day, that the community that I ended up being a part of working there and and sort of them being so self-assured in who they were and being a part of certain conversations, I began to finally kind of see myself and who I wanted to be, right? And sort of having that backing, right? These mentors and these like-minded individuals who shared similar ideology or, um, or or would just value my opinion, it definitely brought about, I think, a, a sense of self-confidence that um, has has helped me hone my craft and, and made me go out on my own doing something like this, right? None of this would have existed, you know, in, in the literal sense as far as the opportunity, but I don't think I would have ever even found my voice in the way that I have to make this podcast happen had it not had for been, you know, a, being a part of the community that was, uh, you know, the breakfast club for me at that time, you know, so I, I definitely agree with this article 100% and kind of looking at community from from that aspect. Now, uh, let's start getting into into uh, these these seven benefits that they talk about, right? So they talk about the importance of community, seven benefits it offers. And they say to understand why neighborhood action and community is meaningful and beneficial to our well being, we can look at seven ways in which belonging to one can help us. And they say, one, support and safety. 
Living with uncertainty has become the norm during the COVID pandemic. This has made it more important than ever to have a strong support network in place. Indeed, one of the main reasons behind the importance of community is that it can help fight feelings of hopelessness and give us the certainty that we are safe when surrounded by our community. Furthermore, the benefits go both ways since supporting others also gives us a boost. And and this is interesting. I'm just going to touch on it really quickly. I'm not even just getting political, but there is this idea of um, loneliness, right? I believe they're calling it the epidemic of loneliness. And a lot of what happened with COVID and why a lot of these radical political ideas began to happen and a lot of the polarization, um, aside from sort of the key figures, a lot of people were lonely. A lot of people felt really hopeless during that time where we were all isolated and thrown off from our everyday lives, right? Our, our entire world as we knew it was flipped upside down. And a lot of people were searching for community and found it in a lot of these Facebook groups and a lot of these radical ideas and, and sharing in a sort of common um, feeling and a common purpose as other people who were reading and watching the same sort of content, right? And that became their community and then their identity, right? And their sense of who they are. And it's why we have people who are, are radicalized to that degree from, from that time period, right? And, and again, I'm not trying to, to get too political in today's episode, but I think it's just an interesting observation. I think Hillary Clinton was the one who wrote an article on um, the epidemic of loneliness uh, for The Atlantic, if anybody wants to check that out. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes uh, if I can remember that, which I'm going to make a note of it. But just I think, again, it, it's just human nature automatically we're lonely we're feeling hopeless how do we connect with others and and, and find a place where we can exist and that's sort of a, uh, an example of, of that you know now number two they say connection and belonging togetherness is so central to our experience as humans that feeling we are a part of something bigger can give meaning to our lives finding others with the same values interests and worldviews makes us realize that we're not alone and makes us feel valued Indeed, belonging highlights why community is necessary. Being accepted into a group gives us a stronger sense of self and can help us cope with negative experiences and feelings. And literally, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to what happened in the pandemic and people getting a lot of really radical and, and just wild ideas about the world around us, right, is many people who are suffering from, from loneliness um, found others suffering in the same way who then believed the same thing and then added meaning to each other's lives and made them feel like they were a part of something bigger by thinking something like QAnon, you know, these secret codes and all these things, like they're the few people who can see them uh, and they're like the chosen ones, if you will, right? And I'm not even saying it in a way of making fun of people. It's, it's just like psychology at the end of the day. And I think this is what I talk about when I, I talk about empathy for people who have different points of view and, and, who I inherently disagree with, I'm looking at it from the angle of like, these people were suffering, right? Just like the rest of us. And they just happened to take a different route towards healing themselves. And that's sort of why they have a lot of the ideology and a lot of the anger that they do. And again, I think everybody has to stand by the decisions that they make, the things that they say, the things that they do, and the and the hate they put out there into the world. But I think if we can have a better understanding as to where this is coming from and why people are feeling the way that they are it humanizes it to a degree and, and and maybe we can sort of just be patient or 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 be there for those who are close to us in our lives who may be going through this or or find sort of um you know some sort of community in 
a lot of these sort of radical ideas. And maybe that's too grandiose of me, right? To to think that we can, I don't know, mend those those problems in that way. But I, I do think when I look at it from this perspective, I have a lot less sort of anger and resentment and I don't want to be cruel towards people who believe these things that are in to me, you know, completely just not true, right? And I handle them a bit differently now, right? I can be in the same room with them. I can um, see them for the human being that they are. Um, and and I think that that's like a huge step forward because that wasn't the case for a long time. But I think we've, we've heard kind of my, my point of view on, on that for, for enough episodes. Uh, I'll keep it moving here. So number three, they say influence, right? Sometimes we need an extra push to stop us from falling into unhealthy habits or thoughts. Experiencing the positive influence of like-minded people is another reason behind the importance of community. Studies confirm that our overall health is partly determined by our ability to look after ourselves, but sometimes we simply don't feel capable of it. Communities can influence us and motivate us to invest in our well-being and bring positive changes to our lives. And this is I, I'm this is so spot on, right? I think I'm like thinking about I had had uh, become close to somebody recently who was like really into working out, the meal prep and all these different things. And just by proxy of like hanging around that person and seeing them every once in a while um, and, 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 and you know, just having them kind of be a, a, a rotating part of my life, I started like thinking about what I was eating a bit more. Right. I started wanting to get healthier. Um, and, and then even when it comes to sort of I'm, I'm a big fan of virtual mentors and we'll get into that in the Mijente segment. But like hearing Rob Deerdeck talk about how he has like, you know, prepared meals delivered to the house, uh, you know, each and every week. So it's something he doesn't have to think about. He knows where he's getting his nutrition and all those different things like that had an effect on me. And I signed up for a meal program and I'm incredibly happy that I did. So I'm in like the best shape of my life. I've lost some of the uh, excess little little pounds that uh, I didn't want to have around my uh, my my waist because I'm um, you know I got I got like like the typical Latin dad bod if I'm not careful where I can get the beer gut and then uh, you know the, the the little hips going and then I'm just kind of like you know skinny everywhere else uh, so I gotta watch my myself and watch what I eat and and kind of being around these two people one of which in person one of which virtually kind of like changed my perspective and had me make a decision that put me in a, in a better place health-wise, right? And that's the idea of, of influence. And I see it in the Just Be Social Club, you know, the, the one that we've already launched, the OGs, um, and even this new one, we only met up once so far. But I think by proxy of you seeing other people wanting to do better, wanting to be better, hearing their stories of having improvements and breakthroughs, it's going to make you want to have the same thing. And I think, you know, what I've also noticed for for people around me, um, you know, since I'm I'm always working on something, I am trying to be a high achiever and 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 really chase after goals and dreams. Like inevitably, I like to think that I'm elevating those around me, right? Because I see the same thing happen when I'm around people who are high achievers, right? They motivate me to do better and want to do more. Um, and I've seen that in again in our Just Be Social Club, where when we're having open and honest conversations and telling people about things I'm working on you know, um, hopefully it's having that same sort of motivation I have seen or even just on a like self-awareness level, me having self-awareness and discussing things has opened up 
their minds to to being far more self-aware i've seen it happen personally right so again it's like that influence and you can either have positive or negative influence depending on on the choices that you make with the people that you're around or the content that you ingest um and that choice is really up to you but influence is real so i got a few more things i want to dive into but i think now's a good time to take a quick break and then we'll be right back when you buy a new house you might say shut the front door winning no seriously shut the front door we own this house now but you actually need to say like a good neighbor state farm is there that's right the local state farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need welcome to my crib (laughs) no one says that anymore but i don't care so just remember like a good neighbor state farm is there state farm bloomington illinois When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, we are back. Now, moving on to number four to talk about sharing, right? Sharing activities, ideas, and feelings reinforces not only our sense of self, but also adds worth and value to the community. Indeed, the more the merrier applies in this case. That's not to mention the huge beneficial effect sharing can have on mental health. Higher engagement, positive emotions, and empowerment are only some of the benefits. Sharing is caring. And yeah, I think this is 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 sort of on multiple levels of like sharing like physical things like resources or whatever or or uh, you know goods, sharing feelings, sharing ideas with one another like I love that of, of, yeah, it is empowering, right? It does invoke positive uh, emotions, right? To, to have people that, you know, you can kind of tap for, for different resources and we're all just like a bevy of resources for one another. Like, oh, this person does that. Let me hit them up. Yep, they're going to help me with this. I, I mean, I've seen it with, you know, my, my business partner, Brenda. She's a, a part of We All Grow Latina, um, the, the community. And they're all there like sharing ideas and resources constantly so whenever her and i are working on something or i have an idea and i ask her about it she's like oh i know somebody from the community that does something like that let me ask them about it the next thing you know we have a blueprint on how to get that thing done right that's sharing that's the beauty of of community right there is having those resources number five on the list they say learning communities are usually built around common interests but that doesn't mean they're homogenous 
We can still find people within them who have different views, experiences, or beliefs, and learning from them can help us reach insights that we may not have reached on our own. And I, I love this right here, particularly on the conversation I was having a bit earlier when talking about our community specifically and how it, it's a beautiful thing when I think about previous generations who lived in close proximity to one another and and had the, the sort of, you know, that stereotypical kind of neighborly uh, relationship where you were friends with your neighbors, you broke bread with them, you watched each other's kids, your kids played together, all those different things, right? And I think inevitably you're going to be learning things from from one another. And I think the beauty of us as as the new generation who is pushing for even further and further growth, we're going to inevitably be teaching each other really just incredibly beneficial things, right? Things that maybe we wish our parents or the previous generation left for us. Now, you and I connecting on this podcast, hopefully I'm teaching you something. And, you know, whenever I get to, to meet up with y'all or talk to y'all, you give me feedback on episodes and things like that. I'm learning from you, right? So we're, we're constantly having this dialogue where beyond just connecting amongst similar interests or similar backgrounds, we're also now learning from one another, right? Because our generation has begun to kind of step out on their own and search for new experiences beyond just the norm. And now we're the beauty of it. It's like the hero's journey, which is a whole nother podcast episode, but it's Joseph Campbell. But the idea that like, it's like Star Wars, it's like Luke Skywalker had to leave home, go through this whole journey to then return, um, you know, as a complete human being to then share it with, with everybody around him, right? Share all that he had, had learned at that point. And I feel like our generation is kind of doing that. We're all kind of spreading our wings a bit more than previous generations and our parents did. And we are taking advantage of certain opportunities to learn more, to have new experiences. And then the beauty of us coming together and things like the Just Be Social Club or someone starting a podcast, someone being a creator, expressing ideas, whatever it might be, you know, that we can connect with now because the internet, the beauty of that, we're now bringing new ideas and introducing new ideas into our community, right? And that's helping us grow. And that's what like, the whole idea of everything I'm talking about is with, with just be is like, I want to bring wellness, the stuff that I've learned from other communities. I want to bring it back home for, for all of us now to grow. Right. And that's the hero's journey that I've been on and having to figure that out and all the crazy life experience that I've had trying to chase after my goals. I want to bring back those lessons to the community and help other people have a bit of an easier time in, in finding happiness and fulfillment. Right. Um, and, and that's the idea of, of learning. That's why community is so important. And, and our generation in particular coming together is so important because we can really kind of change the DNA of our community as a whole by, by sharing with one another, right? Now, number six, they say acceptance. Developing community bonds with others who have different points of views may be challenging, but it's also an opportunity to practice acceptance. And I think that's a lot of what I've been talking about with politics and things like that is trying to find some acceptance. And it's not like acceptance of like giving up and not thinking that some sort of change needs to happen. But again, it's just accepting people for where they are on their journey and still recognizing like, you know, these are human beings at the end of the day. These are members of, of this planet Earth. You know, we are, are sharing it together and I have to accept them for, for where they are. I don't have to agree. I don't have to enjoy being around them per se, but there has to be a level of, of acceptance, I think. And, and within our community, we are very torn on a lot of these sort of issues that we're talking about. And 
I think remembering that we're all, you know, family within this in the greater scope of it. And we have to find ways to keep um, that common ground uh, and, and our humanity is, is a, a great start, I think. Now, number seven, last thing on this list, they say more connections and more chances of success. The importance of community goes beyond the personal sphere and extends to professional development. Since the pandemic begun, we've seen a stronger focus on supporting local businesses. So this is a good place to start networking and building strong relationships. You never know where that could take your business idea or professional life. And I, I, I love that idea because it's so true. Like the beauty of kind of where I'm at in, in my, my career is through this podcast and through creating this content, I've inevitably inserted myself into a community and I've, I've sort of become a voice, maybe a small one, but I've become a voice. And being a voice, I've met a lot of people along the way. I've had people on the show who uh, we've gotten to meet for the first time and we connected now as members of a community of, of you know, Latinos trying to do better for, for themselves and the next generation. And that's created this resource pool that when I have an idea for something, I can now be like, oh, this mental Rolodex I have in my mind. I had that person on the show who does something similar. Maybe I could pick their brain. Oh, that person would be a great fit for this. I need a comedian for this. I just had the funny Latino on here. Let me hit him up, right? Like those those sort of things like are are the beauty of, of this whole thing. I mean, this podcast is is amazing and in itself as far as just my ability to express myself, my ability to connect with anybody who's listening and all of us sharing in that. But if I was being completely selfish, right? and taking any money out of the equation, this podcast would be incredibly beneficial just because it inserts me in the community and it brings members of the community um, to my table, essentially, right? And now I get to build a relationship with them that can potentially help my career. And that's looking at it from far more selfish and sort of, um, you know, uh, career straightforward perspective. But I don't think that's inherently evil as long as that's not all you're looking for, right? Again, is we're all just trying to be human beings helping one another. Um, but that is the beauty of, of community. You know, there are, uh, man, even Brenda, who's you know now my business partner, she and I met because she listened to this podcast or her husband did, and then she started listening to it. And then she started reaching out and sort of just contributing feedback and ideas and wanting to see where she could help out and things like that. And she inserted herself into into my atmosphere, my community, if you will, right? But again, um, that's and now we're working together as business partners. So it's like the beauty of 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 this whole thing of of being a part of something larger than ourselves is that like you never know when that opportunity to to change your life or the opportunity you've been looking for to um, grow your your business or your idea where it may come from. Um, and and the beauty is that it could start right there from the very people you surround yourself with, be it in person, like they're talking about, you know, small businesses, whatever it is, or virtually with people like myself who are just creating things. And thanks to the internet, we can have a direct one-on-one -on -one connection via DMs, via email, via tweets, whatever it is, and 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 have that connection and potentially, uh, you know, end up creating an opportunity where we benefit career-wise, right? Like myself and, and, and Brenda uh, have been here recently. So, um, I hope that made sense. I thought I was just like rambling on a train of thought for a second, but I love that that idea. And, and again, like so much of where I am now, shit, this podcast, because I was a member of that Breakfast Club community, 
now I get to sit here and do this podcast, right? I was able to utilize that resource. So again, speaking of why community is so important on every level, be it personal or career-wise, like this is, is a major, major factor into building the life that we've dreamed about. And it's why it's one of the four pillars to conscious living that, again, I'm honing in on and saying, these are the things that have changed my life forever. And this one is incredibly important. I mean, they all are. It's four of them, right? All are incredibly important. And, and those are all great reasons um, as to why. And last thing that I say here is uh, the importance of community action. Communities are not abstract entities. So practical actions are needed to really take the importance of community further and make a difference. This is the basis of so-called community action initiatives. In fact, these are so important to society that many local authorities have now dedicated resources and invest in community building programs. And this is kind of community from another aspect that I love to talk about where it is being a good citizen, right? And that's a part of awareness is like, how do you interact with the world around you? And this is is a part of that. Like being a part of a community and specifically like a group or something that is helping benefit the world or our community as a whole in a larger way, right? So for me, I recently started a nonprofit that we're really trying to get off the ground for Puerto Rico. And that for me is bringing people together to then help a cause that I really believe in and that I believe will um, be something that drastically improves the lives of people who look like me, right? Just be as a wellness movement. Everybody getting involved in the Just Be Social Club, everybody following, everybody sharing, whatever it might be, we are all together collectively doing something positive for our community that already has, but will continue to change the lives of people who look like us. And we all just have to play our part, right? By being a part of it, by contributing, whatever it might be, by taking the information we learn and spreading it other places. And there's been plenty of opportunities as we grow it out for us to be far more proactive and, and those who want to be a part of something to really help um, bring this messaging to the community. But again, like all of this is is based around the idea that as a community, as a group of people coming together, we can make the world around us that much better. And specifically, as we're talking about marginalized communities like ours, us coming together and healing ourselves and then trying to do the same for others who look like us and from similar backgrounds, we're only going to make our our community in a larger sense that much stronger and, and the world itself that much better. Now, with that said, I want to get into the Mijente segment, kind of talk about my own relationship with, with community and why this is so important to me. Uh, but first, we'll take a quick break and then we'll be right back. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through global dining access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, so community... Obviously, something incredibly important to me. Again, it was my word for this year as far as really wanting to be a person who built what he was looking for. And a lot of that stems, I think, from, in all honesty, me feeling like an outsider for the majority of my life, you know, and I had a lot of close friends and, um, you know, groups that I was a part of and friends that I hung out with on a regular basis. But I always just felt a bit different within those dynamics, you know, I had, um, I don't know, man, I I just think for me, I was always a bit more emotionally aware, you know, maybe a bit more emotionally intelligent. And at that age, they would call you sensitive, right? I wore my heart on my sleeve a bit more than the average, average guy, um, you know, teenager or, or, or adolescent, right? And, and that would sort of, I think, make me an easy target to be ostracized, right? I wasn't the biggest kid. I wasn't the fastest, the strongest, the most athletic. You know, um, I I didn't do exceptionally well in school. Uh, you know, I, I think just sort of always felt like the runt of the gang to a degree, right? And you know, not feeling like I could fully express myself anywhere that I had a safe space to truly be myself to really be open and to really even just see myself right and i mean we talk about life as a gringo the concept of living in this gray area right and i think of course culturally not knowing where i stood or or feeling like i was a part of my own culture and i think even beyond that just like myself personally inside not feeling like i had people who had shared interests of mine or who who saw the the world through a similar lens you know and as a kid, that's that's incredibly lonely, right? I can really specifically remember, like I still remember the feelings of often being in my parents' basement by myself, just feeling alone and finding refuge in like the internet and uh, music, I think was probably my first connection because you had people expressing things. And for whatever reason, music just made me feel something from a young age. And when I started playing music, that's when I began to sort of feel like I was a part of something, right? But but even within that, you know, I was in a, a couple bands and first, you know, at the beginning, I always was like the weak link where uh, my parents couldn't, I, I was a drummer and my parents at first couldn't afford to buy me like cymbals, right? Those are things that like, uh, 
they look like plates almost that are like you know dangling on on stands or on a drum set um and and so i would get made fun of for my band members because i didn't have a complete drum set and then you know when i started uh to to get that you know they would they moved on to another drummer by the time i got onto that i should say and then when i got to like my serious band where we were touring and recording music and things like that you know we were a a band that like just didn't fit in exactly with, with what was going on be it physically we were all and this was like not even on purpose and um at the time i saw it as like a weakness just to show you where my my mind was at now today in today's day and age it would have been our like um our identifier to, to make us different but we were all people persons of color everybody was either black or or latin um and we would show up to play places in the middle of like somewhere I don't know, in the south and obviously we would be like the freak show there you know they everybody was like we we're the only people of color in in most of these venues oftentimes and then we were you know uh at the time like really heavy metal was like popular and we were like you know somewhere in the middle we had a lot of melody and choruses and things like that not to bore you with the details of my old band but we just never quite fit in right and I think it's a lot of me seeing the world differently, right? It's a lot of me wanting to do things my own way. And so inevitably, I'm not going to fit in to most places, right? As a creative, I'm not concerned usually with like what's trending. I'm always trying to figure out how to do something a bit differently, right? Um, even moving into podcasting full time from radio, you know, for a while, it felt like I was ostracized from a lot of the sort of the radio world that I used to exist in and a lot of people were like looking at me like I was crazy that I went all in on on podcasting the way that I did right and and obviously now it's it's a bit different but you know I think again it's like the idea of just seeing the world through the lens of a disruptor and most people aren't disruptors most people are going along with the status quo, right? They go with the path of least resistance. And that's, I don't know, 90% of the people in this world, let's just say, right? I'm making that up off the top of my head. It's just what it feels, it just feels right to me. But for the other 10% of us who disruption is just like a natural way of being, right? Your dad tells you to do something one way, you you go and do it the opposite way because you think you have a better way of doing it. Your boss tells you to do something and you're, again, going to do things a bit differently because you have a better way of doing it. Or like the company has a, a way of doing something and you're questioning it all the time because in your mind, it's completely ineffective and like and just not the most efficient way of doing things, right? Those, 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 are, those of us who relate to that, we are the disruptors, right? And the world relies on us, right? The irony of, of this world that we live in, progression relies on, on those bold enough to be a disruptor, right? Those who are bold enough to go against the status quo and innovate and try something new, the progression of the world relies on us. But the irony of, of bearing the weight of a disruptor is that until you are successful, you will be ostracized every step of the way. People will tell you you're crazy. People will tell you you're dumb. 
you're making a big mistake right up until the day that you cross the finish line. Then all of a sudden, you're the hero. They believe in you the entire time, blah, 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 right? But that is the life of those of us who see the world through the lens of a disruptor. We can't help but go against the grain. And we are always going to feel like an outsider. And people will never understand us until it's just too late when we've already accomplished what we're looking to accomplish and we're no longer looking for their acceptance. And it can be an incredibly lonely, lonely road if you don't make it a point to seek out community wherever you can find it, right? A sense of community is, is, is needed for those of us who think of things a bit differently. I mean, it's needed for anybody, anybody in this world. But if you are challenging the status quo in any sort of way, it's imperative that you have a community, no matter how big or small, of like-minded individuals who will help pick you up when you fall down, who will give you the motivation you need when the world is laughing at you, right? When life kicks you while you're down, they're going to be the ones to pick you up because they understand that your existence and your commitment to doing things differently and to being a disruptor is essential to our way of life as human beings and the future of this world as a whole. And that's, in a nutshell, why we're building this whole Just Be movement. And by the way, when I'm talking about disruption, you may be happy in your nine to five job, but if you're seeking more out of life, spiritually, from yourself, you're just looking to have more awareness. You're, you're a disruptor in your own way because the average person is just taking what life hands them and not asking questions, right? They're not taking the time to figure out why they're unhappy, why they're unfulfilled, why they're a zombie Monday through Friday, and why Sunday is the worst day of the week. Or the worst part of the day, right? The Sunday evening is the worst part of the day for them. They feel it probably. Maybe they don't. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not one of those people. But either way, they somehow find a way to swallow that pill and keep living the same exact way. And that's what the average person will do. That's what the majority of people will do, right? Most people will bury their trauma, their hurt, their pain. They'll bury it deep down. And then it'll 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 you know eventually explode at some point. It'll happen. They make an excuse for it, and then they go on to do the same exact cycle over and over again. Or they figure out you know um, different vices that they can partake in to try and numb the pain: alcohol, sex, drugs, whatever it might be. And then again, vicious cycle that they never even really try to figure out. But anybody who's seeing. that there's something missing in their life that wants more, wants to talk to somebody, wants to figure out why they do things the way that they do. You are in a very small minority. Therefore, you are a disruptor in your own right. And just like in business, we need disruptors for innovation. We also need disruptors for personal life, right? Because someone like myself, 
now talking openly about therapy and trauma, I know for a fact has changed the perspective of my own parents and has made them face certain things that they had buried deep down inside, right? And my openness in speaking about it on platforms or with friends, we, them telling me directly or sort of just indirectly us having this unspoken conversation of what you said had an effect on me, I'm, I'm going to go figure this out. I've seen it happen. I know it's happening, right? So that's something all of us can be doing in, in our everyday lives, right? Us working on ourselves has a major impact on those around us because it affects how we end up interacting with the world around us. And if we're interacting with the world around us in a more positive way, how do you think that's going to, again, affect the people that you spend the most time with, the people you care about most in this world? It's inevitably going to have a positive impact and it's a domino effect that happens, right? And a huge part of being committed to that growth and then staying on the path of growing, of disrupting, of going against the norm, of knowing that even though the majority of people don't get it, don't agree with it, don't see the point to whatever it is that you're doing, if you have that small group of people, that, that community that you can look over to in your moments of doubt, and they're right there cheering you on, telling you that you are on the right path, giving you the confidence you need, giving you the little push that you need in that moment, right? The little picking up that you might need to keep on, on battling down your path. Having those people to rely on is invaluable. And without them, it's going to be beyond a, a lonely road it might even be an impossible road, right? To really get to where you want to be if you don't have some sort of support system that gets it, right? Other people who are like-minded, who want the same thing that you can look to and know, I'm not alone in this. We all need that, right? I, I honestly feel like I've gotten so far by myself beyond anybody's expectations. But I've also had pockets of people along the way who were giving me that extra push, right? Every time I leveled up in my career, I met another group of people who were on a similar path or at the very least doing the same thing as me or, or doing something I wanted to do for a living, right? So I could look to them for advice. I could look to them for just unspoken inspiration in the fact that they were making a living doing something I wanted to do, right? And that would be just enough fuel, right? But what I've recognized and why community became such a big part of, of my year, why I made a statement in that and why it is one of the four pillars is, is because I need more than just sort of the subtle little reminder that it's possible. This path is far easier and far more enjoyable when I can look to my left and right and I have people I can count on who are literally on the journey right along with me, right? Rather than having to sort of like look around and be like, create a story in my mind of like, okay, well, this person had this life and that's why I get to do this. No, like having actual people, and again, it doesn't always have to be physical, it could be virtual, but just having people that I can count on that I know are always going to be there, right? To just give me the little uplift that I need. That has, has like 10x 
I think my ability to manifest all that I want and to grow more than just career-wise, more importantly as a human being. Like this year in particular, when I think about it, it's because I've just really surrounded myself with other growth-minded people and I've taken the time to find a therapist that I really like who is now a part of my my community, you know. And I have a business partner for the first time in in a very long time, right? And somebody that is is motivated and positive and and believes in all that we're doing. I don't have to convince them, right? And that has contributed to a tremendous year of of growth. And there's been a lot of big strides career-wise, but I think when I look on 2023 as we we approach, you know, a few months left in in the year, I think when I reflect back on 2023, it's going to be a tremendous amount of personal growth and I think a tremendous amount of personal fulfillment that is now going to sort of overflow and bleed into an incredibly exciting next chapter of my life and my career, right? And I think a lot of that is just because I've been so aware of the work to be done, but then be the importance of having a certain type of person around me, right? And the Just Be Social Club, we, we meet up once a month. Now we have two groups going. Even if I'm leading that group and I'm the one talking and coaching or whatever, just seeing other people asking questions and sharing their stories and seeing them on their process is a motivation and an energizing thing for me that like when we get off those calls, I feel fulfilled. I feel energized, right? And again, it's because I'm seeing their change and that's a great feeling for me as like a coach. Um, But I'm also like just surrounding myself with other people who want more. And then even beyond that, I'll kind of end on the idea of like, a community outside of even just people you physically see or talk to or, or literally, you know, um, even talk to like via Zoom or, or on the phone or whatever, but like people who might not even be alive, who you don't know that you're not really having any access to, right? And the content you consume, I've spoken about this a lot, but in regards to the community, it's like, are you following a bunch of people on social media or watching shows on television consistently or YouTube, whatever it might be, that are, are, are people who you're creating a community around, whether you realize it or not, that are not serving the greater good for what you want in this life. And I know this is going to sound a bit redundant for anybody who listens to the podcast every week because I talk a lot about this kind of stuff and I've talked about it in the Just Be Social Club, but like what you ingest is part of your community as well. It's an aspect of your community. And I've always thought this as far as I have like virtual mentors, I call them, you know, mentors in my head, friends in my head. Um, and someone like Nipsey Hussle has always been on that list. Uh, the author, Rob, the, uh, the author, Ryan Holiday, I should say, has always been on that list. More recently, Rob Deerdeck and his podcast have been added. Um, Joseph Campbell has forever been a part of my, my list of the philosopher. Um, I read his book constantly. And then Alan Watts, who's also like one of the OGs in philosophy. And 
I literally will be throwing on like his talks in the background um, constantly. If I'm doing something around the house, I'll usually put that on or I'll put like a, a, a DJ mix on, but it'll be like an Alan Watts speech usually. Definitely Saturdays is like my routine all throughout the day. I have breakfast listening to one of his talks. I have his talk on in the background. There's like some dope lo-fi stuff on Spotify where it, like some of his speeches over it. I'll put that on sometimes if I'm in the car. But like I'm surrounding myself with this community that I've created kind of in my head and, and virtually of, of people who are just hitting me with gems about life and encouraging me to grow and are teaching me things and are sharing their own stories of growth and telling me how possible it is and inspiring me and motivating me, right? And again, I'm I'm doing that thing where they, they talk about you, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I'm doing that with beyond just people I spend time with, I'm doing it with the content that I ingest. I'm taking it to another level at that point, right? I'm building this like mental community as well. Um, because I, you know, truth be told, you know, in my everyday life, I don't have a lot of people that share a similar mindset. I have people who have bits and pieces of it, but I don't have a like group of friends who are like all entrepreneurs who are growth minded, who are like, you know, not trying to be in the bars and clubs getting fucked up every weekend. Right. I don't have that necessarily in that I'm a bit alone. I'm still searching for that tribe as far as like proximity to where I live now. But. To offset that. I've created this mental community. Of people that I constantly go to and constantly surround myself with to keep reminding me and pushing me and inspiring me and motivating me to stay on the path that leads to a happy and fulfilled life, that leads me to my goals, that leads me to everything that I'm working towards. And you know, the bigger, grandiose, sort of summed up version of it leads me to being the best version of myself that I could possibly be, right? And... That's, of course, as we always say, as I always say, a never-ending process. But a lot of that starts and ends with the community that you choose to surround yourself with, both in the physical sense as well as what ends up getting ingested by you um, in, in, in the mental or man, entertainment sense, subconsciously, unconsciously. All of those things, like you have to be aware of every single part of that, that your community goes beyond the sort of greater background of your family. It goes beyond the people you surround yourself with every day. But again, it stretches into the people that you decide to be around, even if it's just them on the other side of a television screen or um, in your ears through through the, the audio of a podcast. Like every decision you make, of whose voice you're deciding to hear or or who you're deciding to see all of that matters and has a positive or negative effect on you getting to where you want to be right and again that's why it's called conscious living everything that we do matters and we have to live accordingly Whew. i blacked out on 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 some of that i i felt like i just like had this train of thought i didn't even read like the notes that I, I had uh, just kind of like my talking points for this because I just felt like I got on one. And um, that's how I know I'm like on the right path in life. Uh, I just want to remind myself of that. I just got lost in that. It felt so fucking good. Um, thank you all for 
thing to me that he, he's alive. Uh, now, with that said, let's tie everything we talked about today. Hit you with a bunch. Uh, we'll tie it all in a neat little bow in a segment called Conclusions Do. First, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Time for conclusion All right, so we dove into community, I feel like, very deeply on this show. Uh, I hope it gave you a lot of insight, and I hope it leaves you kind of inspired to, to begin to look at the world around you a bit more. Of course, we're going to dive into it far deeper, far more intricately, far more personally, when we launch the, the new Just Be Social Club, the, the one-on-one sessions. So again, we're doing that in September, and that's right around the corner. Um, I'm thinking probably realistically the second week of September, we're officially going to launch it where you can um, get in on the offer, and then it's all going to be closed within uh, a couple weeks after that, and it launches officially with the one-on-one starting in October. So stay tuned for that. I'll be posting on my social media, and I'll talk about it on the podcast if you're interested. But like again, it's all based around what we've been talking about, these four pillars of conscious living. When we talk about awareness, money, healing, community, and then long-term vision, this is, is really giving you the shit that has changed my life completely. And I think even just like, you know, you weren't in my mind or in, in the room with me recording this, but just talking about it like freely off the top of my head, like all of that was just stream of, of conscious, as a stream of consciousness, whatever it was. Um, like that that's just how passionate i am about these things and and how much belief i have in 
the effect that they've had on my life and that if you just listen and take in what I'm saying, it's going to have that kind of effect on your life, you know? And I'm so energized by this clarity that I'm having right now and and that as a whole, as a group of, of the Just Be movement and everybody involved in that, like, just feels like right place, right time. I'm at the right point in my life. We're all, you know, whoever's listening to this, you've arrived here at the right time in your life where we could really just take advantage of, you know, um, of our own experiences and the information that's available and come together to just be better and to really make the most out of this fucking life. Like, and in the bigger version of all of that, like, as we all individually grow and this movement grows, it's like the more and more people from our community who look like us, who come from a similar background, you know, that, that I'm going to be able to help and, and that I'm going to be able to hire and get involved in this whole process. And, and you just don't know where that's going to end up, right? I have a grandiose vision for all of this. And it excites me because I feel like it's something our community needs so damn much. And, and I feel so empowered to, to bring it. And again, like all that we talked about today, I mean, like, how, you know, you know how easy it is for me to find experts talking about any of those topics that I, I mentioned about the importance and the way they genuinely contribute to our well-being mentally and physically, right? I mean, the website happiness.com talking about the importance of, of community, right? You know, and, and just recapping the seven key benefits they talked about right? Support and safety, connection and belonging, influence, sharing, learning, acceptance, more connections, more chances of success, right? Like that literally the, the topic of community, just like any of the things we're talking about really, but the topic of community touches on every single aspect of your life. From your personal life, it's a necessary you know, thing that we as human beings need. We want to feel connected to other people. We want to feel like we're a part of something bigger than ourselves, right? We can't exist in this world feeling lonely and detached right it's it's a recipe for disaster for our mental health and then eventually our physical health is all connected and then on the other part of it community also has an effect on our careers right and essentially that means our finances at the end of the day right being a part of a group of like-minded people who can motivate you uh will will help you excel in your career being a part of a like-minded community will help you find others that you can connect with that potentially could provide you with resources to excel in your career, right? I think that's the beauty of this idea of community is just like it spans every single aspect of our lives and it touches every aspect of our lives. And it's so important for us to really bring into this sort of recipe of, of living a happy and fulfilled life, right? Again, the idea of conscious living. Everything we want is on the other side of conscious living, right? a better relationship with our loved ones, a better relationship with ourselves, a better career, a more fulfilling career, more passion, more happiness. All of that exists once we make the decision and truly lock in and learn how to do this thing called conscious living, right? And I genuinely say that as somebody who's been on the other side of it, right? The last thing I'm, I'm going to kind of just like quickly reflect on on myself, like that's just coming to my mind and I want to kind of speak to it. 
I was like, I was reflecting, you know, over the last week or so, for whatever reason, just like, because you know, when you make, when you make substantial change in your life, it, it's, it happens incrementally. And especially if it's happening to you, you're not going to notice as much, right? It's like, if you're losing weight or, or, or whatever it is, like, you know, more often than not, people around you are going to be like, Hey, did you like, you look good. Did you lose some weight? You know, whatever. Did you do something different? Right, they're they're gonna notice it more than than you yourself because you're around yourself every day, right? And I was thinking to myself, like, as I watch some of these wellness videos and things pop up on TikTok and they talk about like negative mindsets and this and that, I was thinking to myself, like, I don't think that way, right? I don't blame my failures or shortcomings on other things. I don't really have these expectations of like, oh, this should happen for me, right? And I think, and that's what they're talking about a lot of those like, you know, self-help talks of like motivation. And I was thinking to myself like, but did I ever think that way? And I, and the truth is, yeah, I did. Right. And I, I bring that up because it's a realization that when I began to start living more consciously in different aspects of my lives. And of course, I, I didn't have the vocabulary then to call it conscious living. But whenever you know, I began to make more conscious decisions or have more awareness around my decisions um, and, and be far more present to all that I was doing or wasn't doing, it's like my mindset has completely shifted and my life has completely changed, right? I no longer live in a place of, of lack. I no longer am resentful or angry at the world for not giving it you know giving me what i what i feel like i was you know deserving of or what i was promised or what i feel like i put in the work for right of course i get frustrated at times and and i think that that's normal but i'm just not living in this place of constant frustration right i was thinking about this um like yesterday and i was uh over the weekend actually i was listening to a playlist on 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 uh on Spotify that I have and I was just like outside um, relaxing on my, my deck just trying to like soak in these last bits of summer and a song came on and I for every reason I'm into like you know like sad music at times but it makes me feel something and, um, and I enjoy it right but I, I heard this song come on and it took me back to a time period I was living in, in Jersey City at the time um, and I would, was really depressed a lot during a particular phase of, of living there really just frustrated feeling like I didn't know what the fuck was going on with life and um, and feeling very alone. And I would go on these walks around the city, around my neighborhood. And there were particular, you know, a couple of spots that I would, would like just kind of sit at and people watch or look at some of the buildings. And I would always have music in my ears and I would play this particular song was one that came to mind. And it brought me back to just sitting there in on this like stoop of this this building in Jersey City that I would uh, I, I like to kind of hang out at and thinking about how I felt in that moment feeling so depressed feeling like I didn't know where my life was going I didn't have much of a purpose feeling so alone unfulfilled you name it and it just hit me of how far I've come and that was I don't know Four years ago, five years ago at this point, maybe. Might be less. I, I, I don't really know. But I am bringing up this, this story and this this train of thought to kind of bring it home here. Um, because 
it shows me the way my mind has flipped, right? Again, during that time period, angry at the world and feeling like nothing was working and, and just feeling down and out and alone. And then wherever it happened, I can't pinpoint it, wherever that flip happened, that happened little by little, where then I began to take more responsibility, have more awareness, and became far more conscious and disciplined in the decisions that I was making. My life has completely changed, right? Well, I'm two different people from that other person. Of course, parts of me still exist from that, that version of myself. But this mindset shift transformed my fulfillment and then transformed also my success career-wise. And I guess what I'm trying to say is when I think about the person that sits here in front of you today speaking, who still goes through bouts of depression, anxiety, unworthiness, feeling like a failure, and, and just overall sadness like anybody else. The difference is the other version of myself sitting on that stoop, that was his normal. That was his baseline, right? That depression, that loneliness, that emptiness. And the feelings of happiness and fulfillment were few and far between for him. Whereas now, this version of myself, my baseline is happy, fulfilled, and passionate with moments of depression and sadness few and far in between. And again, that doesn't mean I don't daily have to push back certain thoughts, but that means if I'm awake for uh, you know, 16 hours a day, 15 of them, are spent in a place of being happy and fulfilled versus the flip side of that, which is the kid that was sitting on the porch, right? Where 15 of his were spent depressed and sad, one hour might have spent feeling happy. And again, that's the result of this mindset shift that I had unknowingly developing the idea of conscious living and handling these essential four parts of my life to really just like flip my life upside down in the best way possible. I hope all of that made sense. That was another like train of thought, but I, I just been really reflective lately and I, I really want to just like drive home. I just think the importance of the conversations that we're having right now, um, particularly for our community and, and those of us who come from these certain backgrounds, this is like, I think life changing shit. So again, Four Pillars of Conscious Living, Awareness, Money Healing, Community, and Long-Term Vision. And I'm losing my voice because I'm literally I'm just like in this room screaming like out of just pure passion for what we're talking about. Like it, I, I genuinely, it, I feel like I got possessed and something has just come over me. Um, and that's what I want for all of you. Like in this moment, I'm, I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be saying exactly what I'm supposed to say, delivering the message that I'm supposed to. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. All that I experienced in this life developed the mind that is now articulating all that I'm saying with the potential of hopefully changing people's lives. And 
It's an amazing feeling to sit here just living in that passion and this fucking high frequency, this vibration that's happening right now. And I'm so damn excited to launch this group. I, I'm just feeling, I, I know we just hit on something so big that is going to be just that, that thing that is going to change people's lives. And it's what I was meant to, to be here for uh, at, at this point in time. So, man, I cannot wait to, to keep doing the other two Just Be Social Clubs. Anybody that's a part of it now, I promise I'm not short selling you. I'm excited to, to see y'all um, in, in, in September. And, man, the, the new groups that we're launching, the, the one-on-one uh, essentials that we're, we're doing, um, where, again, we're going to open up the offer in September and then close it up uh, within a couple weeks of that and, and start launching the one-on-ones, the new group, uh, the Just Be Social Club in October. So, again, pay attention to my social media at DJ Dramos. I'll be talking about it on the podcast to, to let you know uh, what is going on with that. And when we do launch the, the new offers, that you can go sign up and, and get that info. Um, but man, I feel good about this one. And I'm so grateful to all of you who listen that you are part of this community um, that allows me to feel a part of something and fills you know, that, that search that I've been looking for of, of wanting to be around like-minded people. Um, so thank you so much for being a part of that. And I hope that this provides a, a bit of that for you guys. Now, with that said, I will catch you on Thursday for our Thursday Trends episode. I really am. My, my voice hurts. I don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll catch y'all on Thursday. Until then, stay safe, and we will talk soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion Lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.